0: Red
1: button. Recording.
0: Andrew, is a button pressed?
1: Yes, it is. Dang it.
0: Everybody else says <laughs> it except for you. You just let no, it go. I said good to go. No, no, I didn't hear you speak up next time. Oh, no, that's not. Jack Gummy, welcome not to Cape Chronicles episode number 36. This is. You should totally keep that in, Mike. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I would never keep stuff like that in. Um. <laughs> this is this is episode number thirty six, recorded on September twenty second, two thousand nineteen. We came a little week we came a week later, but hey, we are we are here to discuss a movie that we all voted on. We're not going to do the sequel for just because. Um. Yeah, this is the the the. Uh, we're going to talk about the animated movie Ultimate Avengers: The Movie from two thousand six. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: Carrie, what's going on? <laughs> um, not much.
2: I'm just, i I'm, I'm just very, very amused by, by your discomfort right now. <laughs> so
0: I feel more, I me. feel more discomforted right now watching this movie than when I watched Spawn.
2: That is saying something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But,
2: but re- just remember, spot was your idea.
0: Yes, uh, this one was too. But this was not a go back. Yes, this, this just is there. also this
2: is also your idea. We are so we are so blaming you for this one.
0: I know, I know. And the other one who we can blame everything on is Andrea. How's it going?
2: Where
1: are we I am Andrea? Doing fantastic because everybody can blame me for everything, and I'll take it like a champ.
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't
2: blame you for everything.
0: You know what? Oh, because I
2: don't, I don't know what
1: my I don't know what my skill is.
0: I'm just an innocent bystander. Yes. Innocent. Agreed. Oh, and the one, the only, the infamous, the silent, the but deadly, Fred.
3: What up, guys? silent but deadly is, like, definitely his (laughs) 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 M.O.L.A. (laughs) Well, (laughs) what do you expect after having, like, chicken finger poutine salad? Chicken
0: finger poutine salad. (laughs) She has a point. Oh.
3: Oh, so good. It... Yeah, all that still smells better than what I watched today. Wow. <laughs>
0: it was uh, it was it was an interesting movie, that's for sure. We're gonna get into all that.
2: I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. That's. Uh, I think that's being a bit too generous. But okay.
0: <laughs> We're gonna get into all that and much much more, as we talk. Ab- and uh, but before we get to that, if you can go to randomchatter.com slash community. You can get all your needs met for Random Chatter. You can find our polls. You can find our shows. You can find our T Public Store. You can find the Discord link. You can be a contributor on Patreon. All by going to randomchatters.com/community. And now, to dig in to the Ultimate Avengers 2006. Here we go. The summary. To confront an alien menace, General Fury assembles a team of superheroes led by the recently resuscitated Captain America. The runtime for this movie was 71 minutes. Rated PG-13, released on theaters January 1st, 2006 and home release February 21st, 2006. The budget... Heck, we don't know, because we couldn't find any numbers on it. The opening weekend <laughs> in a the theater? Heck, we don't know, because we couldn't really find numbers on it. But Fred found something on a website called The Numbers that gave us something. We just don't think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> we just, Anyways, the audience on Rotten Tomatoes are the only ones who gave it a score. The critics gave it a, um, we don't know, it's not available by critics. But the audience gave it a
3: 59%. So that marks it as almost fresh? That's pretty sad. <laughs> Defined fresh. I
2: don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like 58% is generous
0: And we don't have any movie rankings because I typed the movie into the box office mojo and it says, we're sorry, there are no movies with this title.
1: Good, they're trying to forget that this exists.
0: <laughs> you can't erase it. It's like Skynet. It's there. It will always <laughs> be there. Oh. Anyways, so Carrie, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about the cast and crew.
2: Okay, so... Where are we? Okay, so this uh, writer, director, producer... Um, there are a few, few people responsible for this movie. Uh, Kurt Gaeta, who... Um, was who was an artist on the X-Men animated series, Batman animated series, Freakazoid, uh, Batman Under the Red Hood, and Young Justice, Steve Gordon, who was responsible for uh, Wolverine and the X-Men and X-Men Evolution, and Bob Richardson, who was responsible for What's New Mr. Magoo, Spider Woman, Muppet Babies, and Spider-Man the Animated Series. Um. Actors include Jason Gross um, as Captain America, Steve Rogers, he was Ryu Hayabusa in Ninja Gaiden, Um, Greg uh, Griffin as Janet Pym, the Wasp, Uh, she has over 566 voice actor Credits, including Queen Amidala from uh, Episode Two, uh, Jedi Power Battles: Clone Wars. That was a
0: great game. Uh, did you ever play that game, Jedi Power no, Battles I on never, PlayStation? I,
2: I never did. Um, uh, Padme, Asajj Ventress in the Clone Wars. Is that the Gendi series, or is that the the um, the one we know? The other one. The one we know. Why? Well, awesome. I, I know. I know both of them. Uh, she was Azula in um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, Wonder Woman. And Lois Lane in DC Superhero Girls, and Helga Jace and Jonna Troy in Young Justice. Uh, Michael Massey uh, was Bruce Banner. Uh, He has played Dyson Frost in Flash Forward. Uh, Mark Warden uh, was Iron Man, Tony Stark. He has multiple voice acting credits. Olivia Diabo was Black Widow, Natalia Romanoff. She was Princess Jenna in Conan the Destroyer, Karen Arnold in The Wonder Years, Star Sapphire in the Justice League TV series, and Luminara Unduli in The Clone Wars.
0: That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, Nan McNamara was Dr. Betty Ross. Uh, She was Anya Stroud in Gears of War. Uh, Nolan North uh, was Giant Man Hank Pym. He... (laughs) Really, yeah. Nolan North?
1: Yeah, we yeah. got
0: to t- talk about old giant man and Hank Pym in this yeah. movie. Yep, yep.
2: yep. Uh, he was Raphael in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Scott Summers in Wolverine and the X Men. Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Samuel Holt <laughs> in Voltron. And Connor Kent in Young Justice. Um, Andre War Where uh, was Nick Fury? Um, he was Pinky Ringman in C- Cradle to the Grave. Yeah. Uh, Dave, <laughs> David Boat as Thor. Uh, he has multiple voice acting uh, roles. And Fred Tassus, um as the Hulk Edwin, and Edwin Jarvis. He was Slade Wilson in Young Justice. Bola Gru, uh, Bolza Gru and Orthog in Star Wars Resistance the warden in Voltron, and the voice of Axel in Axel. Uh, the composer was Guy Michael Moore. Uh, I don't think this is right. He, this says he was the composer for Frozen, but that was Michael Giacchino.
0: Uh, I, I, I'll check it up, but...
2: But he also did um, the Marvel animated movies. Um, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, no, no, it's fine. Um... So he did. It says "Frozen" two thousand five film. But oh, two
2: thousand five. Right.
0: So that's not the same frozen. This not. This is not. This is not,
2: this is not the Disney. This is not the Disney Frozen.
0: Right. That's the Frozen. Uh, the is British, this something completely the, it's different? It's the British, British psychological thriller. Okay. So. Okay.
2: He keep you keep saying Frozen. I don't think that means what you think it means. No, it's not the <laughs> Frozen
0: that 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 everybody else here knows it is. Okay. So. All right, so let's talk a little bit about our backgrounds. So, Andrea, what is this? Why don't you start us off?
1: Um, so I did hear about the um, Ultimate Avengers. Uh, my little brother, he he loves superheroes and stuff like that. So my parents used to like buy him a lot of like movies, animated series, and stuff like that. I never watched it, but like I saw it in the background when my brother would be watching it. Um, this is the first time I've actually sat down and watched the movie.
2: Yeah, I, I knew of it, but I hadn't actually seen it until last week. Um, yeah, I, I, I could have gone a lot while longer without seeing this. What about you, Fred?
3: (laughs) I had never seen this before. I had not even heard of it. Like I knew there was Marvel animated movies, um, and I, I'm glad I didn't know about it until now <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about you mike what how how when did you see this movie?
3: uh
0: I never saw it, but I always heard really bad things about it, so I never watched it. oh dear <laughs> oh dear <laughs> so but yeah I okay, I okay okay i
2: i i think I think we maybe I think maybe we're a bit spoiled. By the MCU that we're comparing this
0: to I, the MCU, I, but even no, though, I, would I disagree. No, no, I, I, I'm comparing it now. I'm comparing it when I think of an animated movie. I think of
2: um, Mask of the, the Phantasm.
0: The, no, I think of the, um, the 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 DC Comics animated movies. They do a great job in the animated movies. So when I'm comparing the animated movies to me, DC Comics is the standard. Okay. okay. And I'm not... Com- now, yes, I'll say maybe the Marvel movies have somewhat of an influence, but more than anything, I'm comparing it to another animated movie. Okay. In the same thing. All right. All right. Sorry, that, Andrew, I didn't mean, that, I didn't mean to cut fair. you off. What were you saying?
1: Oh, no, 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 no. I, I And I'll talk about it when we discuss our the pros and cons for the movie. But um, when I was watching it, I wasn't paying attention to how, like, I wasn't thinking about the MCU. Um, But I do understand that a lot of people would be like, well, this is crap compared to what we know about. By the way, we need to pause this show to announce that we have a fifth host today. (laughs) With lovely red and curly hair, um, Mike's daughter is actually there, smiling so pretty. so Aww. yes, she's not going to be talking about this movie, but, oh, and she's wearing a zebra shirt. That's fantastic. Okay, moving on
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go. so who has so, Fred, you've never seen it before, but <laughs> probably even heard of it.
2: Well, okay, I will I will admit that some of, some of some of what I was thinking when I was watching this was colored by, you know, 10, 10 11 years of Marvel, but that we'll get into that when we when we get into what our thoughts are. Uh,
0: all right, so let's just especially, talk about it then. Especially
2: especially one especially one thing in in particular. Um, like Thor's already got Stormbringer, huh? Except then he called it Mjolnir. <laughs> yeah, I noticed but, that.
0: Yeah, so let's just talk about it then. <laughs> what? Yeah, so we have, so we have, we have Stormbreaker, that
2: that, but that wasn't Stormbreaker. He called it Meowlier.
0: It was, a, it was an un... later
2: in the movie. It was an
0: unusual, but it
2: un... looked like, but it looked like Stormbreaker.
3: But wasn't I, it a I, little I small? Don't... Like, I don't know.
2: Yes, <laughs> but it was shaped like Stormbreaker. Like, I, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand.
3: It wasn't I, a hammer. I, it
2: wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't a hammer. It was an axe.
3: It, no, it was like a hatchet.
2: Yes. Well, it was a hammer on one side, but still. Yes. It, it's not... It's not this thing. You know?
0: Yes. No, I... I... Can, can, can we Can we please just start talking about Hank Pym? Because I, I just want a lay into this guy.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, oh, God. I, I, he is... He...
2: Every, every, I, I will accept every argument Tim has against Ant-Man if he's talking about Ant-Man in this machine. I agree. I, I,
1: I 100 agree. He felt he like so he felt rude. like the
0: really arrogant, irritating Tony Stark in this one.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: He really did. He felt like Tony Stark in this. And, um, and it was just, oh, the alpha was awful. He had to do things his way. And, um, I, um... I don't know, I just didn't like them. i just i just i did i try I really did try to look for things that I really loved about the show about this movie, and that was just really hard for me to find something um <laughs> be- between the arrogant Hank Pym, you had it wasn't even Peggy, but Gail was Captain yeah. America's woman, and then she she went on to marry Bucky
2: mm-hmm. um which I was okay with because it wasn't Pam. it wasn't Peggy,
0: yeah. But still, and then you had the fact that nobody, nobody knew Tony Stark's identity. It was that still I like a was giant funny. secret.
1: I I agree. That was very strange to me. I was like, wait, what? Nobody knows.
2: Well, yeah, because he had he because he didn't do the whole you know Iron Man one I am Iron Man thing. He was he wasn't. I mean, he was he wasn't that guy in this movie. Uh, he was still trying to protect his identity in this. Which I, I I actually I actually kind of liked. Oh, by the way, James Earl Taylor played Bucky. Mm-hmm. So, um, and yeah, we have. There's a lot of Star Wars actors in this, but I digress.
0: Uh, let's talk about the women's outfits in this movie.
2: Uh, wow. they were. I mean, if, they they, were, were, <sighs> if not for if not for the animation, they would have been held on by duct tape.
1: Yeah, there was one point where like Natasha's dress was like flapping while their uh helicopter yep. was going around. At one point Fred is like you can probably see her things. Like it was hilarious. Just honestly like one little slip and you could have probably everything was left to the imagination right there.
2: Yeah, I, I mean I okay, so one of my coworkers, what if she did not like the Captain Marvel movie because she thought the Cap Captain Marvel had too many clothes on. I'm like like What dude, no I Have, no, you, like, have serious, you seen like, Starfire? Like, <laughs> exactly. I, I There's do a not want to why Starfire has never I, had a
0: movie made about her.
2: I do not want. I do not want to go back to you know the '80s and '90s, where a character like Starfire basically has just two very conveniently placed straps. Yeah, you know, and that's the only thing that she's wearing. Come on, guys.
0: There, there, there's a reason why they've never made a Starfire movie because they cannot find an appropriate outfit for her to wear.
2: Well, well, no. What once they once they got her into you know something a little more substantial, I think they could they could do Starfire now, and they have. Was
1: shirt and boobs were so far apart, it was so like you could not stop looking at those. <laughs> <laughs> it was a problem. Fred has
2: off quite
0: wide on was the, the other end.
2: This was very. This was a very very of the eighties and nineties style um, comic book movie, comic book animation. I mean, I. The women in this in this movie could have given the X Men Rogue women a run for their money. Uh Rogue you know, if we go back X-Men. to the X Men yeah, if we go back to the nineties X Men animated series. And I mean some of these some of the one of the directors wasn't responsible for, for that, so um I think we know where where we got some of the art for this movie.
1: And even I wasn't a fan of the art style. Um Me neither. It I was not my it favorite. It felt very cheap. Yeah.
3: To be honest, it gave me a throwback to like '80s Saturday morning cartoons, like Super Friends. Yeah. And such. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know if that's the and... vibe they were going for, though. I, I really don't know.
2: Yeah, and okay, and uh, this is this is something else that's yeah. I, it's colored from having watched the MCU all this time, but. If they had not specifically said those aliens were the Chitari, I would not have known what they were fighting. Like like I said, look, those do not look like Chita- the Chitari that I am even familiar with. And granted, I have not, you know, read enough Marvel comics to be familiar with them outside of, you know, Marvel movies. But still, it's just like, okay, who are these things? They what are, are
1: flying stingrays, but when I did see them during the ultimate Avengers, I did realize that they were part of like the alien species that we did see in the m c u so I kind of made that relation
2: or like correlation it, it, okay it, um yeah, I kept expecting them to to take out the ship and have all of them all of them die because well, yeah, I, again.
1: Um I think one of the things that I just did not like about this movie was that there was no linear story to follow. It yeah, felt very it felt clunky very in the way that the story was presented. Um and there were several times where characters were doing certain things and I was wondering why. And I was wondering what the how does that fall into the overall arc of the movie? Um, I think that they should have spent a little bit more time figuring out how to make the story flow a lot more, and it would have made it a lot better.
0: Yeah, it really felt like they were trying to shove five or six different storylines into one movie Yeah. instead of just doing one singular storyline. Fred, what about you? We haven't heard from you in a while.
3: So... Look, taking a step back and looking at the overall story and what they were trying to say I think the story itself was actually quite good, it was just really poorly executed, I think Andrea really nailed it there was way too many side plots going on and we didn't have a focus to follow uh, for the whole movie I think what they really needed to do was narrow that in and expand the length of the movie, I think 71 minutes was too short Yeah. Um, to tell that concisely, there was just too much going on and they, it was very poorly executed
2: and and then and then to complicate things even more I mean the the aliens did not even end up being the big the big boss at the end it was the hulk and right. it was like okay so we've got we've got rid of the aliens but there's still 20 min 10 20 minutes of movie left yeah. and we're going to spend the rest of this time fighting the quasi grey hulk yeah <laughs> cuz he's not he's not completely the hulk but he's also not completely gray hulk at that point and it was just like huh what what why
0: why what's going on yeah i i just hmm. it
1: again if they would have sat down and actually fleshed out the story a lot more i think everything would have been completely fine but
0: so is there anything that we liked about the movie
3: um I like that it was only seventy-one minutes. Yes, agreed. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> you realize our podcast right now was only twenty-one minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> we pretty
0: that much already insane. gone through this pod, this whole movie. Oh, that is just funny to me. Though we, uh, uh, who's the chick chick with the Gold hammer? To
2: share that kid. Yeah, who's the chick with the hammer? <laughs>
0: I, He's out there saving whales. Where
2: this? Yeah, where is this person? Where did that person come from? Who is that? I i I maybe maybe one of the guardians of the MCU guys can can tell us, but I have no idea. Yeah. Um How did you feel Thor about needs to share that keg?
0: How did you feel about Thor? Um unlike let's save the whales missions, rather than doing what we know the Thor now does.
2: Well, okay, so so I mean the mythological Thor is, you know the protector of the people, and, and, you know, I guess, you know, protect, saving the whales helps protect the people, so I, I kind of was okay with that. Well,
1: also in Norse um, backgrounds and stuff like that, the whale was considered a god,
2: Okay, and it was oh, very yeah. sacred, yeah. so
1: that probably was one of the reasons why. I don't know if they would have dived deep into that.
2: Um Yeah, I don't think so.
3: I just thought it was really weird. I that just thought that's how they introduced Thor, trying right. to make friends with like Aquaman or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you well, seen this man? <laughs> well,
2: I mean, this is this. I mean, I I guess for the purposes of the animated movie, Namor, but but would probably have been uh, kosher for them to bring in. They could have had to make friends with Namor, but um otherwise, yeah, i am I mean, he just shows up at the last minute to maybe take down Hulk. I don't know. And then not share his tag of, of, um, as guardian ale.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: If by, he would have the, shared the, it with Bruce Banner, maybe things uh, would have ended differently. Yeah. Maybe Bruce could, they could have got Bruce drunk. And then he went, by the way, it wasn't, isn't Hulk's skin supposed to be invulnerable? How did they, how did they stick him? <laughs>
3: With that tranquilizer. Now we, we don't ask questions, Carrie.
0: Now we can... It's the
1: adamantium, Is as a, a heist. High... He said That's it was it? the adamantium. He
3: was. He said it was
0: the adamantium, and what else was his shield made of? Adamantium and um and vibranium. 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 I was wondering, and
2: the, vibran- and the vibranium came from the Chitari, not from not from Wakanda.
0: Right. Okay.
2: Which is also weird, but well,
0: okay. It, what's also weird is that the the second movie that goes with this so there's a second movie that was released like six months later The Ultimate uh-huh. Avengers 2 um, it, it has it's the a Chitauri pin- invaders right? they're sighted in the African kingdom of Wakanda the Avengers covertly enter the advanced nation to investigate
2: Wakanda
0: kind of forever. and it's an hour and 13 minutes long um, pretty much everybody returns except for it's a different person who voices Iron Man Tony Stark um, a different one voices Captain America I think they also, um, I'm trying to think. They have everybody in here: Betsy Ross, Betty Ross, Black Widow. They add the only one that they add in really is Jeffrey D. Sam's plays to Ch- uh, voices T'Challa in Black Panther. Um, they have oh Mark Hamill's in the second one. Oh, Mark Hamill voices Euler in uh, the second ah. one, and Dwight Schultz. Um, Voices, Odin.
2: Okay. So yeah, I think I think um, someone still not covering. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Listen, this is this is not a slam against Marvel movies. Let's just let's let's throw this out there. We we have a bunch of DC animated movies, and we thought we need to get a couple. We do have a couple more Marvel animated movies we're going to watch. I asked months ago for some of the bigger ones that people have heard of. And I've got about two or three on here. Be- you know what?
1: Oh, go ahead. No,
0: I, no oh no, it's fine. Because I just I wanted to be fair and cover animated movies as well in the Marvel realm. We can't just do just DC. Just understand. You,
1: you know how like people like say that like Marvel has like like Marvel does the better movies and DC doesn't like that kind of thing. I believe that DC does phenomenal animated. Shows and I agree. series and stuff like that. Like yeah. I think that, e- like, even if like DC is not able to be held at the high standard that Marvel is, at some point they have that in the bag. Right. I have never seen a Marvel animated series or like movie that is as good as what I've seen for DC.
0: Well, when you, when, so I, I appreciate that, and I agree. When you look at when you look at it that realm. DC owns, I think you would say they would they 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 own the animated movie in the TV realm. Mm-hmm. That's theirs. They yep. they they do. Marvel owns live action movies. Yeah. Now there are some now, now there are some good gems in the DC line for 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 live action movies. I'm not saying that, but when you look at the overall success of Marvel movies compared to DC movies that are live action, Marvel is usually a par above. Right. Um, or at least now they are. Right, right. Now they are. They struggled for a while until they hit about until they hit Iron Man really, they struggled.
3: Mm-hmm. Um No, without a doubt.
0: So, but 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 I I think they and you know it's everything. I mean, you you have good. Now I think DC's coming along very well. Um a of Shield has gotten has done really well. I'm we're gonna see what Marvel can do here on Disney Plus when we get it as far as for their shows now as well. Maybe on Disney Plus they can really step it up as well. Right. So but right now they've only had really one good success on TV and that was Agents of Shield. And even that one struggled within the first two seasons to really get going. Yeah, it did. Um because mm-hmm. in, in, in humans flopped all, something terrible.
3: Oh yeah. Agreed. I think if they maintained that connection between the television series and the MCU movies, um, that would have elevated Shield a, a lot more.
0: Agree, and that's what they wanted to do originally. And then they yeah, just and they, they just backed down and said, "Nah, never mind." Yeah, once
2: they once they once they gave up the whole concept of 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 Agents of Shield being connected to the MCU, it cut the the series kind of fell apart for a while. But then. It got better again, I and and the other the other shows like you know ne- the Netflix shows and even um, even uh, & Dagger has had you know name service uh, links to each other and to the um, larger MCU, but they never actually acknowledge a whole lot of it.
3: I think the. Marvel and anim- or sorry live action shows that are on Netflix have really excelled. Um, Daredevil in particular. Agreed. Yeah. Um, another one that was I really liked the start of, and I think tapered off was Jessica Jones. Yeah,
0: Agreed. I haven't yeah. even watched the third season yet. I just I, I'm just I have no interest. I know it sounds bad. I just have no interest in watching the third season of Jessica Jones.
2: Third yeah. season was really good.
0: I know, but I hated the first and second season. Um, I thought mm-hmm. I personally, my opinion was the weaker of the of, this, of the shows, but that's me. Um, but we have gone from talking about <laughs> Ultimate Avengers <laughs> to. TV i enjoyed shows.
1: this conversation so let's so keep it on fans you
0: have gotten, <laughs> you've gotten a special treat today because we didn't want to end the show on 20 minutes
2: <laughs> you got you got a special uh non-guardians of the MCU MCU podcast out of this uh this uh show tonight guys that's right
0: that's right well is there anything else about know- the movie Real quick, Uh, anything else about the movie? No. (laughs) Let's go back to the other topic. Yeah, what
2: were you gonna say, Andrea?
1: No, I was gonna say that I think another reason why a lot of people don't like the kind of like real uh, real life adaptation of DC movies is a lot of the characters find, like for example, their their costuming is a little bit more childish than the ones that you find in Marvel movies. So it's, it's really hard to, for example, like take them a little bit more seriously. Like you have Superman. He's a man wearing blue tights. Like it's not really the easiest to visualize that as a real kind of like, quote unquote, human. Or you have but Aquaman. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I, a I, I real life you person. Mean. Like that's why I said, quote unquote. Like if you see, for example, Aquaman. The colors and just the way that he's presented in in the DC comics is it's much more colorful than like the way that some of the Marvel characters are displayed, like Iron Man, like Captain America. Well, yeah, but you know, but that's not a bad thing, right? Like it's just a very unique style of form, and I think that's why TV shows or um, animated series. Or movies for DC work so well because of the costumes, and because the, of the characters. And the
2: new- it's, I, I, it's not necessarily it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I, and I'm not going to pretend that I know exactly why Aqu- Aquaman's costume is colored the way it is. But I I did at one point in my life have a scu- scuba diving certification, and um, they they did say they do say that you know as you go far deeper into the ocean. Um, the color, the color, uh, colors of the spectrum, it gets harder to see. So blues and blues and purples get harder to see. Yeah, and greens and yellows and oranges are easier to see as you go deeper. So I mean, maybe that's maybe that's why they, in particular, for Aquaman, made mm-hmm. made his made his costume that way. I could be wrong. Well,
0: as we as we continue on with um with the movies, so here's. And, and, and I, or the movies, especially the DC animated movies, watch the trend because kind of like what you said. I'm glad you brought that up. When you when you see a lot of DC animated movies, you see a lot of bright colors and that kind of thing. But as you get to movies like Superman, um, Doom, or Justice League Doom, or you get to like uh, uh, Death of Superman, the Reign of the Superman, you start seeing. Those costumes darken more, mm-hmm. and they start taking a lot of the lighter stuff out and start making it more realistic, and more down to earth colors. So, like Superman's well, suit yeah. in Death of Superman, is not as bright blue and red as you see in the earlier animated movies. No, it movies.
2: looks more—it looks more like Man of Steel.
0: Right uh, you, colors. You, right, you start seeing the great more 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 of a grayish tone in the outfits than you than you would normally.
1: And I think that, that's, that those would be so much easier to adapt into a movie. Um, I, I read the comic with one of my classes. Um, it was Superman Red Sun, And that's all about the World War. And that could be so easily f- formed into a movie because it's all about the clothes from that time. You see um, The Dark Knight. It's very dark like you mentioned like the the tones are very dark even the joker it, he's not bright and colorful he's dirty and gr- grungy and and even though he has those joker as colors they're still so toned down and that the music, real yeah. yeah, the realistic aspect of it is there and I think that that's why a lot of people enjoy it.
0: Well, I know you mentioned Superman the Red Son. I know they're working on an animated movie that's supposed to be released in the first quarter of 2020 uh, of Superman the Red Son. We, matter of fact, on DC Talk, we just read the cast list um, for the voice cast list uh, a little bit ago. And that cast list is absolutely amazing. Um,
1: That's going to be really, really good. It's going to be
0: very good. And there are rumblings that I've heard and rumors out there on the web quote unquote that if this one if this red sun movie does well animated there is a consideration for pumping it to a toward a live action film as well that would
1: be cool i i think that that would be a really really great adaptation of superman um i really enjoyed it um And if you don't know or if you don't have a copy of superman red sun um there is the not it's not animated it's the panels of the comics in a youtube video where like it reads it to you and it's that's how um some of my students read the novel or like sorry the the comic and it's super fun to to read and just explore i really
0: enjoyed it good Wow! Why were we, we talking about off. Ultimate oh. Avengers or
1: DC movies?
0: Ultimate Avengers. <laughs> yes. Well, the, the, we, we we tried. I think we pretty much covered everything we could cover in this movie. Um, it's just it's just one of those that it was seventy minutes. It was seventy one minutes. It was too short. Like Fred said, to really develop the movie itself and the lines, were trying, and the story lines the um, that trying, the storylines. Um, I think if they would have had more time, they could have done a really good job on it. Um,
3: well, I got three goofs. If you want me to read them out okay go for it oh okay so first one is a continuity goof uh when captain america escapes from the lab general fury is in a stealth suit uh mildly (laughs) reminiscent of the hulkbuster suits when fury walks up uh to cap outside he is now wearing his usual military uniform when did he find time to change his clothes (laughs) (laughs) that's Uh, true then the next two are factual errors um when the Chichari ships attack S.H.I.E.L.D., General Fury gives orders to move to DEFCON 5. Well, DEFCON 5 is normal peacetime readiness. Uh, he should have said DEFCON 1. Yep. Yeah, I, I, noticed I was that. surprised oh,
2: yeah. by that. Because, yeah, it yeah, it's usually goes the other way.
3: Uh, the last one here. The aircraft Captain America and the uh, 101st Airborne Troops use at the beginning of the film... Are the B twenty four Liberator bombers? Um, they were never used for troop transport in nineteen forty five. Hmm. hmm.
2: Yeah, and that that you know that first that first one, like the, you know, Marvel wasn't even even owned by Disney yet, so they couldn't even claim Disney magic uh, as as a way of explaining the goof. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Fair enough. laughs> uh, so, Andrea, how about a little bit of behind the scenes? We only have like a couple of behind the scenes things here.
1: Yes, yeah, so bucking the trend of using celebrity voices, the producers selected the cast they felt could best breathe life into the characters. They wanted the audience to focus on the characters in the story, not spend the film trying to guess who was providing each voice. Um, that's really interesting. Um, we just did the movie draft, and when, when I'm watching trailers, I do pick up on a lot of the voice actors in animated shows. Um, like Tom Holland now is like, if I hear his voice, I'll be like, oh, that's him! Or... Um, <laughs> (laughs) Um, or different actors and I think that does take away a little bit from what I'm watching so that's really interesting I really admire that Um, Ultimate Avengers was chosen as the first of MLG's films because it provided a unique opportunity to bring together multiple famous Marvel characters into one story
0: right. so let's let's rate this movie we're going to start off with Fred, one out of ten flying Chitauri stingrays.
3: Man, I don't, I don't even know where to start. I'm going to give it, um, hmm, a two point five. Ooh, uh, generous flying Chitauri stingrays out of ten. And I'm going to give it that because I think the overall story was okay. Um, they just failed on the execution, and I'm being, I'm feeling generous. I, I think I was going to go two, <laughs> but I gave him an extra half.
0: <laughs> hey, Carrie, how about you?
2: I'm going to give it to It's just all over the place. there's no there's no cohesive storyline and I and it there's just too much going on. It's like it's like they they were trying to get too much into the story and they didn't give it enough time to be what they were trying for.
0: All right, How about you, Andrea?
2: I'm
1: gonna give it a four and I will Whoa. explain why I'm gonna give it a Whoa. four. Nice. So okay. if I were to look at the story, if I were to look at the character development, I would just give it a two. Okay? Okay. Mhm. Animated series or movies, especially when it comes to superheroes, are not really my favorite. Um in the um marvel universe that i've never had an interest in them it's different for dc um but i do understand why it would be appealing to younger audiences and that's why i'm going to raise it up two more points because although i don't like it i understand how visually captivating it would be and a child doesn't really necessarily care about the story, it's more about the characters, it's all about kind of like the, the effects that it conveys, the transformation of the Hulk Nick Fury being invisible um, Natasha shooting the the what's it called, the um the turrets Sorry. and stuff like that, or, or those, okay. the, the aliens and stuff like that so it has some appealing aspects to it, um it's just
2: not for me. Okay. You're making, you're making the rest of us sound like crotchety old parts well, uh, who have I'm, no... You it, know it, what? It, look, I... No, <laughs> I, I, it's,
0: it's fine. I, I, no, I, I actually agree with Andrea, believe it or not. Um, but I don't give it a four. I have to give it a three. So I'm going to come right there in the middle. And, and simply because when you do look at the animation and stuff, as a kid, like this would be a movie that I would sit down with my kids and watch. And I could care less about it. But they would like it because, you know my daughters know who Spider-Man is right now. I knew no Spider-Man wasn't in it. I, I found a lost toy that I got when I went to the Spider-Man premiere. And, and and my daughter looked at me and she said, Daddy, that's Spider-Man again. I said, I know, I know. <laughs> so she she knows and so she would love to watch these kind of things. Um, so I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, the storyline was kind of just, just all over to me. Um, and if they would have had a little bit more time, as Fred mentioned earlier, to kind of really develop it, and develop these threads and tie them all back together in the end. Um, I think it would have made it for a good cohesive story. Um, yeah. But, anyway, so that's why I get 3 out of 10 flying Chitauri stingrays. Alright, next movie. Ready? We're coming out <laughs> for a little bit to go to X-Men The Last Stand from 2006. Oh dear. Cool. Really?
1: Is this the third movie? This is the third yes, one. Yes, Okay.
0: I see Andrea already has some issues with the movies. Alright, initial thoughts. No. Initial thoughts of the movie. Yay, nay, or eh. sad. <laughs> uh, Carrie, yay, nay, or eh.
3: I, I don't hate it, mostly because Beast doesn't suck. So
0: she's eh. Fred?
3: Uh, I'm looking forward to it after this one.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Andrea, yay, nay,
0: or eh.
1: Yay, because it's better. Yeah, I agree with Fred because it's better than this, and I actually enjoy watching it, but it's a sad movie.
0: It is. Well,
2: oh, I agree with
0: that, yeah. It is. So. It'll be good. And then after that. <sighs> Leo, to actually one of the movies I do not like by DC. Um, I've never watched this one. Superman Returns, 2006. Superman Returns from 2006. If you've not seen that movie, that is an interesting movie to watch and dig our teeth into. So I'm actually excited about these next two movies because maybe watching Superman Returns will give me a new appreciation for it. But I remember I've seen it twice. And absolutely (laughs) after the second time, I said I'm never watching this piece of garbage ever again. (laughs) And here I am going to watch this thing again. (laughs) So, Famous
2: last words. I know, I know. Famous
0: last words. Well, uh, Fred, my good man, my good sir, would you close us out here?
3: Well, we want to hear from you. What were your thoughts on Ultimate Avengers the movie? Uh, Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Is there something that uh, you really liked about it and you want to share? Let us know. You can email us at capechronicles at roundupchatter.com. Uh, Did you, you can...
2: for all, prefer all the tangents we, we went off on just to, you know, have
3: this out of it? <laughs> no kidding. Uh, you can also reach us uh, on Twitter at Random Chatter or at Caped Chronicles. Um, and you can find all of our shows at randomchatter.com. Uh, please spread the word and support us. We'd really appreciate it. Leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to our podcast. If you leave us a review, we will read it on the air. Uh, the music that you hear in this podcast is High Roller Mojo by Blue Stallion and as silly as this sentence sounds, all trademarks are owned by the respective owners.
0: Until next time, everybody. Avengers! Assemble! Assemble. Disassemble?
3: <laughs> yes,
0: disassemble. Bye, guys. Bye.